When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rana here. It's mid-July and it's absolutely the perfect time to jump on your opportunity to join the Ask Rana Social Club for August. We are now accepting members. The deadline for August will be August 1st. As always, you have until the end of the day, August 1st to order. We are having such a fabulous time in the Social Club. Our July cocktail, which has not been revealed to people yet, is an absolute showstopper and a study in subtlety. Now, if you can figure out how to put those two things together, then I guess you're about as smart as Connor from Fiasco BK. AISocial.club, join us. We can't wait to see you there. You get the monthly box, you get access to the Kiki, and you get memories to last, I don't know, until you have your next drink, I suppose. We can't wait. Kiss, kiss. Good day, Joanna. Good. I'm glad you said good day because uh, I just poured myself a gorgeous cup of that is gorgeous, beautiful carriage house blend. Pardon me. You put a little milk in there. It's actually cream, which is why it looks so delicious. That does look delicious. Uh, that's it's just a little something. Can you see that? I have it in my Nespresso double double glass, double walled glass cup, it's which beautiful. I love. It's beautiful. How is it, Rana? We just took an iconic sip. Well, it's delicious, but what I've decided to do is compliment it today. What is that? <gasps> Rana! This is a little biscuit. Did you look at the ingredient list on this? A friend? No, what's on it? Oh, I don't oh, know. Is it, but... Oh, is it maltitol? I, I don't know. Looked. Oh, did you get me? Is this another diabetic cookie? I hope not. Me? I hope it is. This is a beautiful macadamia chocolate biscuit Sure. in sure. honor of the Queen's Jubilee. That's right. I'm a royalist. Everyone knows it. Where'd you get it, Rana? That a dear, dear friend of mine. I'm listening. Listen to that crunch. Crunch. Mm. Wow. Brought me. Mm-hmm. He was on a trip with my competition. Oh, yeah, my mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And stopped during his trip to think of dear Rana. Yeah. Was it in Terminal 5 at the airport? I don't know. They don't have Fortnum and Mason at the airport. It's none of my business. They absolutely do at Heathrow. Oh, they do? I didn't fly out of Heathrow. I flew out of Edinburgh. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you you carried this with you the whole time? No, I shipped it to my house. Did from you the really? store. Yeah. 
You went in the store, you picked it out, and I you did. had it shipped. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Thank Absolutely you. gorgeous macadamia biscuit with a little chocolate, hopefully not with maltitol. It shouldn't have that. Uh, drizzle on the top, and I'm having it with my carriage house, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And that's why it's great that you said good day to me, because I needed to be treated like a dowager countess. Fair enough. You are a dowager countess, Rana, just much younger. Hmm. But just as wise. I'll take it. Okay. Listen to me. Darling. What about these? I want to get right into it because we have some updates. We, we do. We have some great comments. We have some updates. Is there anything else you want to talk to me about? Sometimes you have a little something of your own personal business that you want to deal with with me. And then we have one of TV's hottest stars today. Do you have any double A's? Batteries? Mm-hmm. Or, or breaths. Braziers. I definitely don't have double A breaths. No, but when do but we- I've got double A batteries, of course. You, know, you can go in my battery closet. Oh, that's right. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Did you know it's yeah. temperature controlled? I want everyone to know that Rana's battery closet is temperature controlled. Well, yes, and it's also organized by expiration date. That's right. Okay, yeah. thanks, Rana. I'll go grab a couple uh-huh. of them. That's all I was going to do. I have, you know what I would love to do? It'd be fun to have a little camp out in there some night. Because the, the reflection off the batteries might be kind of shiny and cool. It also smells good. It do- I love the smell of batteries, a fresh mm-hmm. battery. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, that was my only thing. What do you need double A's for? Do you have a new vibrator? Rana? <laughs> <laughs> no, as a matter of Sorry, fact. Sorry, a new um, personal pleasure item. What do they call them now? A personal massage. A personal massage. <laughs> right. No, I don't. I just, there's um, a couple, there was something I wanted to get started. And so I want to This is get- chocolatey. Good. What did you want to get started? I got a new Bluetooth keyboard from really? none other than a brand called Logi. Not Logitech? Not Logitech. But I got a new wireless mouse from Logitech. You're the only person I know who uses a mouse. <laughs> I love it. In a keyboard. I have to. My, port, my shoulders, What are you going to do with back. your wireless keyboard? I'm going to type on it. Because I have my computer rate. I'm all in alignment now, Rana. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. So my- Yes, that's the next level of self-improvement. Is my it, heart is shines ergonomic to the sun. alignment. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Well, I want my heart to shine to the sun. My so heart's going to shine to the sun. Apparently, yeah. if you just we say to yourself- We should do sun salutations. I want my heart to shine to the sun. Th- that's all you have to do for perfect posture. Oh, I like that. that. You feel like, I like the idea that we're plants that are leaning exactly. towards the sun. Phototropism, it's called. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but yeah. Well, you don't need to know about it. I just told you. <laughs> okay. I know about it for both of us. Should we get to some of these follow-ups? I, I asked you about it a couple minutes ago, but what? it didn't happen Okay, yet, Rana. At so. PB Hyper <laughs> says, this are some beautiful comments. Lovely. I'm turning 30 in a few days, and I got to say, I finally remembered I needed to be a chip and a proper subscriber to the podcast. What that made me forget- is the definition of adulthood. Correct. That is actually that is a, paying for a podcast you've that you've officially been listening to passed for years. 29. Correct. Yes. That's 30. Right that's there. the mock. Yeah. Yeah. What made me forget, you ask? I had a terrible headache from laughing so hard at an episode. What Fabulous. made you forget was you were 29. That's Correct. what made you forget. Now you're 30. You have to grow up. Joe D29. After you pass 30, the idea that 30 is a thing takes a few years for you to realize, but it takes it a few years for it to it's kick hysterical. In. You're 30 may as well be 18. Yeah, you're right. 22, more like 22. 
Jody29 says, your solution, this podcast is the one you're hoping for. Rana has the advice on par with your favorite teacher ever. And Brian's humor mm. and thighs instill joy. Mm. Wow. I'm only a Patreon member for one podcast ever, and it's this one. I never even considered Patreon until the show. So subscribe. It's possibly the best decision you'll ever make this year. Five stars, five stars only. I also have to say this. Tee ha 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 ho ho says mm-hmm. best podcast in the world, simply the best, better than all the rest. That's all it takes to leave a comment on this podcast, and it helps it out a lot. So please, five stars, five stars only. You can rate it, you can review it, you can write a paragraph, you can write a an emoji. Doesn't matter. You don't even have to. You don't even have to write. Exactly. You could just star it. Every time you open an app, you could just star it. We got the more than cutest. Once. Where is it? We got the cutest story from the cutest person, and I have to find his name. He's a trainer at Equinox. Okay. He sent it yesterday. Here it is. Ah, disappeared. I'm so upset. We forgot to restory it, and that's why I'm going to mention it here. I'm so upset about this. Go for it, Rana. Because he's so cute, and he did the cutest little video of unboxing his Ask Rana Social Club. His name is... Is James Don James Dungram? Ooh. So I don't know if its name is James Dunn. Got it. Or James Dunn, as in James has done all of these things, or what? Sure. But his name is James Dungram. He's an actor. He's a singer. He's a nerd. I'm going off of his Instagram bio. <laughs> okay. Actor, singer, nerd. Once a week, baker. Yoga teacher, group fitness instructor at Equinox and at Mercedes Club NYC. I wonder if there's any affiliation with um, Mercedes University, which we talked about during the Naomi episode. Maybe. Who knows? He's a member of Actors Equity. He's a a SAG after person. Okay. Uh, And his his name is James Dunnigan, D-O-N-E-G-A-N. I like that name. That's a good name. I feel I can say all these things about him because he's a public personality by being a trainer. Yeah, uh, I am too, Rana. So, and he's so cute. And he did the cutest unboxing. He'll have to do another one in July, but he absolutely, and he knew what, how many people didn't know what crystallized ginger was? It made me so sad for them that they'd never been anywhere. But they sell no it at lives. Albertsons. They sell it everywhere. What? Crystallized ginger? Yeah. Well, what's Albertsons? It's a store. Uh, um, that's insane to me. That they sell crystallized ginger? I bought it there before. No, that you would bring Albertsons up when talking about my social oh, club. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just oh, meant you, if someone's in a pinch and needs to go buy it. I was doing a free ad. Absolutely outrageous. ARsocial.club, uh, ARsocialclub.com. Honestly, it's the ev- monthly event of this of every season. It's the monthly event of the year. I it agree. Is. It's a monthly it is the event monthly of the year. The monthly event of the year. Roger uh, Ebert couldn't have said it better. Are we going to do a live watch of Jaws or something like that? Are we going to watch a movie where For we talk summer? during where we do Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Is sure, that why not, not something we do? Let's do it. I know how much you love Jaws. Uh, all right, dear. Read us some of these follow-ups and then, and these, we already read the comments, so read these follow-ups. And then we have TV's Hottest Style with us, so we got to get to We do have TV's it. Hottest Style. This one is actually- um, I'm very excited for the July Kiki. I just want to say that because the June Kiki was absolutely the highlight of my summer thus far. And that includes the incredible party that I threw at the Vineyard on July 4th, so- 
Ian might stay at the Hotel Bel Air for baby Steve's birthday. Sure. Uh-huh. Right. Anyway. Well, she likes the Bel Air. It's manageable. What do you mean it's manageable? Beautiful little grounds. She can go visit the swans. She can visit the ducks. She can, right. you know, bre- brunch is just right there. The menu's limited, but it's perfect. Right. You know, jumbo yeah. shrimp cocktail, horseshoe right. pool that she can, she likes it. Yeah, well, you good. know, she loves flowers. Yes, I did know that. You and they have that. beautiful grounds, so. Oh, good. Anyway. So it's it's good enough for her. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Good enough, yeah. I mean, you know, if she can't go to Europe, she's happy to go to the belly. Go on. Okay. We got a wonderful comment about open relationships that I thought was great because we always oh, get questions about this. I this, actually. This yeah. was really good. Yeah. We don't have a name here, but here's what the comment is. Too ashamed uh, to give us the name, but yeah. Too ashamed, right, exactly. Comment. You're living an open <laughs> life except with us. Yes, thank you. Hi, big fan, Chip and Social Club <laughs> member. I'm also a cisgender gay male and New York City-based actor and group fitness instructor for Equinox. Is this this guy? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I don't know whether we're supposed to read that. Okay, cute. Oh my God. Well, okay. We'll have Mimi follow up with him and say, Do you mind that we talked about you? We and literally just said does, his full name. We dissected minds, his name. We'll, if we minds, we'll cut the, the top paragraph out. I does he to... sign it? Please don't use my name. No, he doesn't. There's just no okay. signature at all. All right, go on. Um, I wanted to oh, try that this so hysterical. Funny. I want I'm, I just talked about how cute he was. I'm happy yeah. to hear he's sh- sharing himself with everyone in New York. Spreading those legs around, Rana. <laughs> I wanted to chime in about open relationships, which seems to have come up a few times lately in both feeds. My husband and I have been together for 16 years and married for eight. Mm-hmm. We were completely monogamous for the first eight years, but right before we got married, we had a few friends whose relationships were ending because of infidelity. This prompted us to have a talk. What's your deal breaker? We'd each assumed the other to be more insecure than we actually are. It's also helpful because, frankly, my husband has a higher sex drive than I do, and it's great that he has an outlet here and there when he needs it. For us, our rules are, number one, always safe. Number two, never in our home. Number three, no relationships. If you're friends and you're having sex, then you are, in fact, dating, and that's not okay. We often talk about guys we have crushes on, men who have expressed interest in the other, etc., and we check in often to be sure everything's still okay with the other person. There's plenty to worry about in this world, but our relationship is not one of those things. Thank you for the great podcast. See you at the Kiki. Excuse the typos on my phone. Huh? Yeah, why not? Sounds like well, a good arrangement. I just told you how cute he was, so I'm happy to see that he's open for business. That's great to hear. I wonder if he'd consider an older woman. Well, he's gay. It's Well, what does he say in the beginning? He's what? Cisgender gay male. But he's also a gym instructor, and everyone knows that means you're basically a gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's just sure. like everyone else. Brian needs to honestly, Rana. I do think open minded. I do think that you are. You sh- in my opinion, you are a gay man's hall pass. I wonder that. if you would consider an older woman who might need a little help stretching, whose whose uh, hamstrings might tight be hammies. Tight. Yeah, yeah, I think you wonder, wonder if he'd consider just stretching an older woman whose hamstrings might be a little tight. Or I wonder if he would be interested in a man <laughs> who- um, I think he would. Okay. With who, juicy thighs. Is that what the With juicy said? thighs, <laughs> whiter than a lily, and uh, who wears SPF constantly. Yeah, we'll have to ask if he likes thigh meat. 
And you're not whiter than a lily. Who are you kidding? Someone at tennis told me that yesterday, the other day. What? Because look. Well, that's insane. All you need is 10 seconds at the hotel belly up pool with me. Ronna, I'm not going there. You know I'm not. Well, I'll be at the peninsula. Do some Googling to find out if, if you can come or not. All right, find I'll out check where everybody new- stands on that. You yeah. got it. Aren't you guys all on a Facebook group together? We are. Uh, Anti-Brunei, the Facebook no, group. No, just all the gay guys. Of course we are, Ronna. There's only a few of us. So, yeah. Aren't you on a group chat with every gay guy I'm in the on world? a group chat with every gay guy. In fact, I just messaged the Equinox guy just now saying, we read it. Bravo. Yeah. All you have to do is message the chat. You don't it's have to. So he'll, easy. he'll see it. You'll, whenever a signal goes up, you all see it. It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I went too far. No, you didn't want to. You never do, my sweetie. Next. Letter. Can you read the next one? Do you mind? Yeah, I do mind. But I'll do it anyway. <laughs> I'm on vocal restaurant on my throat. Okay. This is a, I'm actually thrilled to read this update and I should read it anyway because it really doesn't concern you. It was really, this is really to me and Naomi. Uh, so it doesn't really concern you. Dear Ronna, Brian and Naomi, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how thrilled I was to have my question given such thoughtful care on the show. How Thank is she you. spelling Naomi? How do you spell it? I don't know. I, well, I told you I call it Naomi. Naomi. That's our little joke together. Yeah. You have a joke together? She knows about the belly. Thank you. Oh, I see. Okay. And while I was, we had a shrimp cocktail there together. And while I was sad for Brian's absence, who better to weigh in on our predicament than the crown snatching couples therapist herself, Naomi Ekperigan? Question mark. Well, it was a rhetorical question. I take both of your words to heart and will do my best to key down and leave. Mildred. Alone. <laughs> this is certainly not a deal breaker. A Hanukkah game hour is a win-win in my books, win or lose, and better proposed by you two than by this old dog. And of course, I she listened. This. Who else but my podcast-loving wife could have opened the doors to the carriage house for me? In an attempt to walk back the regretful activity list I assigned her, I would like to add that Mildred is also an incredibly perceptive consumer of culture publishes on a broad range of exciting subjects, loves traveling the world, going out for drinks and a special meal, or for a shop and bop around town. She's an indoor-outdoor cat. But don't sleep on Facebook Marketplace. So many vintage gems waiting to be snatched up if you know what to look for. And Mildred knows. I love this. You're all welcome over for coffee, cocktails, and kiki next time you're in the Hudson Valley. Rana, I can think of no higher honor than to lose to you in a simple game of gin rummy over a tumbler of Negrana. That sounds XX fun. XX Milton. That does sound fun. What a cute letter. He's fun. He is he fun. He just wants to play games, but he married that cat. That's the cat he's with. So That's get it through cat. your thick skull. She doesn't want to play games with you, okay? Okay. We'll get to that. Carl in any event, Clemen Hopkins is coming up, Rana. And what's coming up always is the social yeah. club, is our beautiful cocktail club. It is true. It's coming up every club. month. Always, it comes up every month. How exciting is that? Well, what we do is we blow the blow it out, and then people have three weeks to recover. They actually have 29 right. days to recover. <laughs> and then by the time they recover, they're itching for more. They need a lymphatic massage. They need a nap. They need to get a babysitter. If, you, if you're coming to the Kiki, you better book a sitter. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say about that. Because right. what you don't want to have to do is bedtime after no. the Kiki. No, 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 no. Uh, but in Except any event- Except your own bedtime, your own bedtime. 
AISocial.club, AISocialclub.com. We can't wait to see you there. Negrana.com. It's still the drink of the summer. Still the drink of the summer. The greatest drink. The most beautiful drink, too. And the coffee. I have to tell you, I still get so many messages from people that say, I make my cold brew every night. I do my this every night. It's incredible. incredible. So let's not pretend the coffee's not happening, because it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's always happening. Asperoncoffee.com. Yeah. Don't sleep on that. I love you, dear. I love you, heart, heart, heart of hearts. <laughs> I want you to put your, I want you to put your hand over your heart. Could you do that for me? I am. Find your heartbeat. Uh huh. And I want you to hear me say to you, "I love you, dear." <gasps> That's so sweet. I Isn't love that nice? you too. It is. The nice. touch is important. It's important that you have the touch. It's very important. Ask the elderly. Yeah. So that what? Well, apparently. People have to give massages to elderly people if they don't get touched enough, because it's really important that they have it. Please don't bring that up after what happened in that letter with the girl who lost her estate oh, to that me- right. to that you're right. vicious That's masseuse. where I heard that. Oh, God. You're right. That's yeah. where I heard that. Ugh, I'm not bringing disgusting. Carol into this. This is Patreon, guys. That's Patreon talk. So, what are they talking about? I don't know what they're referring to. Well, get in the Patreon character. And then you'll know. And then Patreon.com slash ask. You know, we never advertise it on the show. Yeah, we do. We the do only, every show, I think. No, no, the only way we advertise it is by saying at the end, join us on Patreon. You're right. We don't do it at the beginning. Patreon.com. What is wrong with us? That's Why don't crazy. we tell people? Every week we put out a bonus episode. They're incredible. Incredible. But even better than our episodes is the chit chat chatter. That's right. On the boards. The, the Patreon chat is terrific. It is. I it, read it every week. And there's an election coming up. So that's always exciting. In the carriage house. Yeah. yeah. Jo- I think Josh Camson should be quaking in his boots a little bit. I, it, listen, he's got a- And you I know won't what, be surprised if Grog Brogdon writes himself in as but an But Josh did end. provide us, which we still have to release, a style guide. The style guide. Okay, that's we're going to do it on the next- We're, we're going to do, do it, it for everybody. Josh Camson wrote a style guide about how to write a letter- I brought it up with Naomi, actually, because she's infuriated. She was teaches Pat, and it drives her crazy when people don't write the letters it correctly. Does, that actually is hysterical. It does drive her crazy. <laughs> I love it. She used to grade papers for her teacher. The teacher made her grade papers. I honestly, there are moments, obviously, like <laughs> Naomi and I are never on good terms. There are moments, honestly, when I think of her, and I want to wrap my arms she's around her. She's the most lovable so person. That is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. She's so lovable. She really is. Imagine how cute she must have been as I know. Child, it's all I think about. Grading papers. A perfect student. Oh, I love her. Oh, I adore her. Slash uh, her. All right. Let's get to another teacher's pet. Kyle Clement yes. Hopkins. Terrific. Wait a minute. We have such an exciting new sponsor. This is our kind of sponsor. Well, this applies directly to what you were talking about on the show, not just, not even a few weeks ago, where we were, I guess it was months now, but going through, you were going through a breakout on your face. Or, I was. I won't call it a breakout, an incident. There was an incident. I, there was an incident on my face. Yeah. And this was exactly, too bad they weren't sponsoring us then. This was exactly what you could have used. Apostrophe. So true, because it was embarrassing for me. I would have to angle myself certain ways. The ring light was at its brightest, because I just like didn't want anyone to see what was happening on this, the incident happening on my face. And they are an incredible skincare company. You take a picture of your beautiful skin, or not so beautiful skin, as the case may be. Yeah. You upload it to their website. They mm-hmm. give you 
a unique personalized treatment plan that is tailored to your skin. Completely. You just take a picture of one side of your face, then the middle of your face, then the other side of your face. And they that team of dermatologists gets to work on figuring out your thing. And also all you have to do is fill out an online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history. And all of a sudden you have a customized treatment plan. Un- I can't even get over this. I wish I didn't have such gorgeous skin so that I could really get the most out of this. Rana, I'm talking about hormonal acne, facial acne, yeah. chest knee, back knee, butt knee, mask knee. I guess some people get acne on their butts. I guess they treat breakouts from head to toe, Padme. That's exactly right. Now, you use one of their products, and you're a huge convert. I do. I use their retinoid. I do. So I started at like a 0.01% or 0.025, something like that. Now I'm at a 0.1%, which is a little stronger. Uh-huh. But I do it not only to like improve my skin texture, but also yeah. because retinoid is a powerful thing for, it's a proven anti-wrinkle thing. So I do it as a preventative as well. You can only get it in a prescription. Fine lines and texture, excuse me. Correct. And I gotta say, they have the cutest patch- packaging you could ever imagine. The bottle doesn't look like a prescription bottle. It just looks like a cute bottle. It doesn't look like CVS filled this thing. Yeah. And also speaking of, or, yeah, maybe I should say it doesn't look like a pharmacy filled this thing. Yeah. And also, by the way, you don't have to go to the pharmacy. That's the best part. It just comes you right to you. You didn't wait in line. No. You didn't have to call the doctor. You're getting your no. treatment plan from a real dermatologist. It's yes. an adorable bottle. What could be better? I'll tell you what could be better. Yeah. For our audience, we have a special deal. Save Fabulous. $15. That's a lot of money. That is That's a lot of money. One tank of gas. Save $15 off your first visit with Apostrophe at apostrophe.com slash askrana when you use the code askrana. This code is only available to our listeners, pardon me. Mm-hmm. You think that's special? We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash askrana when you use our code askrana. Rana, this code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash askrana and click begin visit. Then use our code askrana at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Wow. A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash askrana and use that code askrana to get your first dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. And for my face. Fabulous. Brian. Rana. Have you heard? What's the word? ZocDoc. Yeah. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and Mm -hmm. are available when you need them. Pardon me. Yep. I got to say, Rana, before you book any dinner, brunch, lunch in the city, you pour over lists and lists of reviews to see what these places are like. So why wouldn't you do the same when booking a doctor's appointment? Such a good Because with ZocDoc, you can see real verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. Finding the right doctor is just, if not more important, Rana, than finding the right plate of ex-Benedict or salmon Benedict or caviar Benedict. Well, I like a Florentine Benedict, but I couldn't agree more. Florentine's nice. There we go. I could not agree more. And the idea that you could get a great doctor who uses, who takes your insurance is available when you need them, pardon me. Mm-hmm. And that this app can do it all for you. Do you know how frustrating it is to find a great doctor and to know that you're walking in with a real recommendation? Not just not to I mention heard that from you're so and so. 
These are people Not, that are crowdsourced in reviewed. Review. Yeah. And on ZocDoc, you can find every special under the sun. So if you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix an achy back, get a mold checked out, anything else, ZocDoc will do it. They have you covered. It's also incredibly easy to schedule on so ZocDoc. Easy. Yeah. You could just use their app even, Rana. Exactly. Which is fabulous. And by the way, there are so many times now where like, I can't get into my doctor for weeks. So if you need someone fast, this is the way to go. Someone reliable, someone great, someone who takes your insurance and someone who is absolutely thrilled to help you and to be part of this network. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every year, every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. It's the go-to whenever you need to find a book of quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash AskRana and download the ZocDoc app for free. Uh-huh. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash AskRana. ZocDoc.com slash AskRana. Now, wait a minute. Okay, Rana. I'm starting to get embarrassed. Because we only have the hottest actors on the hottest shows. Only the hottest guests on the hottest shows. The hottest people, I hate to say. Well, I hate to say this. These days, people don't want to talk about when people are attractive. They say everyone's attractive. It's not true. It's just not. No, No, this person's like attractive, attractive. (laughs) With us today, Uh, Kyle Clemens Hopkins. Pardon me. Multi-hyphenate. Emmy I mean, nominee. You try, list, you try listing them all because we're definitely going to forget one. Sure. Performer, uh, singer. Yeah. yeah. Do you dance, Carl? I mean, at certain occasions. All right. Occasional dancer. Been known to. <laughs> Been known to. Been known to dance. Um, Maybe heart you've heard of Hacks. It's not a show oh. people are talking about. It's absolutely not a show What's people it called? are talking about. Hacks. Have yeah, you heard I don't, of it? I've, I haven't. No, I, yeah. but I live in LA. We don't get shows like that. You know what I mean? We watch um, NCIS out here or so. They've been starring <laughs> on Hacks for the last two seasons. Pardon me. Excuse me. Emmy nominated. Not just the show. Carl. Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. And now Kyle Clement Hopkins is here. And they're going to tell us about the show that they opened last night, pardon me, in New York. Before That's we get to that. off the press is this. Before we get to that, Carl, any relation to Anthony? Uh, not that I claim. Okay. What about Casey Lemons from A Different World? Any relation? I'm not legally allowed to say. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Carl, so what Clemens is your show? Lemons. I don't you know, know It makes I'm, me think of the same thing. I'm going to be in New York. <laughs> I'm going to be in New York next week. I'm sure your show is sold out, but if it isn't, I will be there. Yeah, please. We run till the, well, I'm there till the 30th. Okay. Tell us everything. What's the show? It's called Lessons in Survival 1971. And basically it's um, a staging of a conversation between James Baldwin and Nikki Giovanni that happened in 1971. Wow. We have in-ears, so we're hearing it and performing it at the same time. Oh. Um, Where is this? Where are you doing this? That sounds amazing. At the the Vineyard Theater. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brian is a yeah. huge James Baldwin fan. Huge James oh, Baldwin fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this would we um. It's been a process, but I'm really really excited about it. That's very cool. Wow. I remember I saw a long time ago how I learned to drive at that theater. The yeah, theater, years yeah. ago. They do some ago, great yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's so cool. I'll come see it. Yeah. Assuming Please there's do. tickets. Yeah, I'm. There, there should be. Okay, get, get them now. I will. You hear there that won't be, world? There won't be after this, after this podcast. There won't be one no. seat left in the house. Not one seat no. in the house. No. Uh, 
It's been a pretty good couple of years, Cal. Right? It's been very, very eventful. Um, yeah, I'm grateful for it. I heard. Were you always this tall? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yes, yes. Or only in the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, no, since uh, I was six foot flat at age 11. And wow. Oh. kind of, oh. yeah. Where did oh. you grow up? <laughs> uh, Georgia. Okay. <gasps> Yeah, it's a six foot eleven year old. That's so That's, sweet. Oh, <laughs> is everybody tall in your family? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what are you now? Six five, six four and change. I think yeah. I kind of stopped counting yeah. after a while. It's really not. Oh, I can, I measure myself against the door frame every day. So I know. <laughs> I go so right I to the Seven Eleven. I know. I have a two Ticonderoga. I go right to the doorways at Seven Eleven. I have a Ticonderoga. I don't pencil. buy a thing. Correct. Yeah, because if I ever go to an amusement park, I need to know what rides I'm, about, I'm allowed to go on, just right. in case I decide to drop in on an amusement. Park. Well, that that is when I will know. That will be my cue to fifty one fifty you, because I in a million years cannot imagine you at an amusement park. <laughs> What is fifty one fifty? It's when you, you get, put someone yeah. in a psych ward against their will. I see. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not it's easy not. to do. Someone has yeah. to come collect you. I heard a well, rumor, Carl. People, if you're an adult, it's very hard to get people that are adults fifty one fifty. They really have to be. You know, I don't even know what they need to be doing. Something pretty bad. Eating pretty their dangerous. own arm or something like that. Yeah, um, Brian. Brian, yeah. what were you going to say to you? I heard, because this is, uh, I always think this is an inspiring thing, that you were nearly going to go to business school before this last year. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was pandemic, and I was doing a play that had been shut down, and there was no, there really wasn't anything saying, you know, keep going. So it was, um, you know, I was going to see what I knew about, like, startups and strategy. Right. <laughs> Did you? Was, uh, did you end up like a? a pl- Sorry, was go it going to be a good business school, Kyle? Um, I, so I was I was figuring out how <laughs> to not have to pay for it. Ah, ding dang! So what I did was find a simply good enough accredited situation that had like prerequisite courses that I could take. Yeah. So then I could like make sure because I my bachelor's degree is in musical theater. There's that doesn't translate. There's no credit transfer. No, but imagine someone with a musical theater background and a business degree could be a pretty, pretty dangerous producer on Broadway. That was the, that was a, that was a possibility. That was a real. Either that or, or unbelievably annoying. Yes. Oh Oh, my goodness. If you worked in the The office the whole time. (laughs) Yes. yes. Like your business manager that's never on pitch and always screaming in your ear. Yeah, that'd be terrible. (laughs) <laughs> well, you would be a very successful business manager, but you keep saying to your clients, did I mention that I used to sing and dance? Uh, yes, exactly. And they would say, did I mention I need to know if I can need to get a Honda or, or a Toyota exactly. or if I can afford something else? It's like real estate agents who were like, do you remember me from head of the class by any I chance? Was, yes, I was an Into the Woods. Did I mention I was an Into right. the Woods yes. at, at Williamstown? At the, um At the uh, Temple Center for the Performing Arts. <laughs> sure. Milky <laughs> White. Oh, Tampa. Now you used to live in New York and now you're in LA. Is that right? I used, I, yeah, but currently I'm in New York. So it's, yeah, it's but you whole, live in LA. You'd made the move with hacks. Is that right? I made the, uh, well, I, I got a lease and, and, uh, a, a spreadsheet because we'll see because LA is very expensive. And you need a spreadsheet. Expensive. Yeah. It sounds like you're yeah. a math. You like to see it all in front of you. 
The numbers, the well, numbers. I, yeah. I need to see the numbers because I remember when I uh, had none of them and I need to see how to get sure, some more of them sure. so I can stay alive. Make sure at some point you get a business manager, but do it by gut instinct. Don't take recommendations. Thank you. You're yeah. Welcome. Well, I'm going to ask for uh, like 16 bars. And okay, part, if yeah, they can, that's if they, the if way. they can wow me with that, that's then I'll the consider you know, the account. Carl, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. This show Please. is yeah. a little bit about you, but it's also about the really sad, struggling, unfortunate. Confused. I mean, if people are asking me for advice, yeah. they've sunk I mean, low. But really, no, you're asking really Rana, and I'm just here. Yeah, That's yeah. true. They actually don't ask me. <laughs> I mean, you're on. You're on the letterhead. Oh, you're on the letterhead. That's true. You are. That's that's important. But not on the website. Do you do you want to know a secret, Carl? Rana said yes. that she couldn't get access to askrana.com. That there's someone else named Rana who has it. And I said, well, do they have askrana and Brian.com? She didn't say a word. Wow. Not. <laughs> I actually not did. I said, I said, I'm not willing to make that kind of a commitment. Oh, that's what you said. That's right. Said. Yeah. That is a very yeah. real Wix commitment. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, I guess. I mean, we've been doing this Here's the thing about years. Brian that you'll learn uh, mm-hmm. in the next 43 minutes is okay. that he is impossible to nail down. <laughs> and so unless you treat him Thank you. like he's right on the edge of being kicked out of the nest at every moment, he won't stay. He's the guy that stands in front of the door and says, you're not opening this door. If right. you if you try to open it. Sure. But if you say doors open, doors closed, do whatever you want, he'll walk right out of it. He only yeah. wants to be trapped. That's right. He needs to he needs oh, he needs the unsteadiness, the danger. He needs exactly. to be that, that energy is important. In order to it want is. to stay. Got it. If he feels too Got comfortable. It. He thinks there's no work to do here. I'll That's go find right. yeah. somewhere else. You're to already sl- on the website. Why? Slam a door. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to read the first question. How do you feel? Go about for that? it. Oh yes, yes. Dear Aaron Bay, that's Rana. That's Brian, and mm-hmm. and then it I, says and or possible lovely co-host slash guest slash. I don't know what that well, means. Yes, well, that is the case here. I'm yeah. a new member of the Patreon, and have been binging the past few months' episodes. It has been so. We have a Patreon, Kyle. After this, yeah, if they yeah. don't get enough of this nonsense, they have to go over to Patreon. They get a bonus yep. episode every they week. Do. It's nice. embarrassing how few people have signed up for it. We only have a, a few thousand. But I think well, that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. It's impressive. But there's so many desperate people out there. And oh, they're all listening to the show. And so yeah. I feel sad for them. They're not getting They need this extra advice. They need to get to of Patreon. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It has been such a great decision, and I wish I did it earlier. Well, there you go. See? I heard Rana say on a recent episode that she doesn't just want people to write in for anything, but with something they have, quote, no one else to turn to. I've thought about I also said it could if it was fun. Sure. If I thought it would be interesting. I'm not, I don't want to be bored to death. Sure. I've thought about it and think <laughs> that applies to this situation. <laughs> we are certainly going to find out. I am 31 years old, a child therapist and living with a roommate. A year ago, I had a devastating breakup from the most serious relationship I've ever been in. It has been a painful year, but a a silver lining to this has been living with my roommate, who was also a single gal. My roommate has recently met someone and they have been dating for about a month. They recently made it official and and it appears that this is heading towards a serious relationship. I confessed to her a week ago that I was struggling with the feeling that I was losing to her, her to her relationship. Hmm. Amen. 
I feel slightly ashamed of this as I want to just be a good friend and be happy that she has found a quality person. She even admitted that she has tried not to seem overly excited about it in front of me as she does not want to rub it in my face. I felt horrible and tried to assure her that I felt horrible and tried to assure her that I didn't that I don't want her to do that and I'm happy for her. This brings me to the bigger issue. Every single one of my friends is partnered or married. I had a breakthrough with my therapist. Yes, I do talk to my therapist about it, that I don't feel like a part of anyone's nuclear lives. I have a difficult relationship with my family and keep them at a distance for my own mental health. That, and in addition to being a therapist, I ultimately feel such a deep sense of loneliness. I have a friend's wedding approaching and I will be attending it with my three other friends and their husbands. I genuinely worry that I'm going to get emotional during and say something that will make them feel uncomfortable. I really don't want to be the friend they have to tiptoe around. My whole fam- my whole life I was very social, had lots of friends and never worried about being left behind. But here I am feeling that I have to try to keep it together in front of them and not be the friend they can't be happy in front of. This is why I have now come to you, Ronna and Brian and Kyle. Right. I have talked to my therapist about this, who has told me not to worry that she dated, quote, plenty of shitty men before she met her boyfriend. Oh, she sounds wonderful. She actually does, her. to be honest yeah. with you. I like her. Yeah. And I like anyone that uses the word shitty. Me too. Yeah. Uh, and to just, quote, focus on myself. I don't really know what that means. Oh, I guess it does. It means just worry, but don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have spent so much time trying to, quote, focus on myself. I'm frankly exhausted from it. How can I learn to be truly happy for my friends in their relationships? I swore I wouldn't be one of those people who wrote a novel, but apparently here I am also. Thank you for your time and support. You both have been such a nice escape when the world has felt scary and lonely. All the best, Aubrey. Aubrey. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Carl, what do you think? Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not an authority to speak on this, but none of us are. Okay, great. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you, I feel like if you don't want to be somebody, then don't be that person. I know that sounds really simple and maybe not as compassionate, but you know, stop or don't. Honestly, the biz- the biggest like <laughs> seismic shifts in in your world come from yeah. things that are simple but not easy. Yeah, and this is yeah. one of those things where it I was saying is- fun at the wedding. Enjoy the food you don't have yes. to pay for. Like, there's hopefully an open bar. Maybe you'll find somebody twitching on the dance floor. I, don't know. I would also, I do feel like people roll their eyes at the suggestion a lot. It, it just works though, especially mm-hmm. sort of the more you do it, but. Mm-hmm. I use Headspace every day, the like meditation app for 20 minutes. Yeah. You can even use it for five. I do it even, I'll even do like a five minute meditation. Like I'll put it on in my car if I'm parked somewhere before I have to do something I don't really want to do. And it works wonders. And um, I think Which one, think what, that, what sort of a thing will you listen to when you don't want to do? Anything. What? They have every single kind of category. So sometimes I'll do like the self-esteem one which is just five minutes of just, and they're all basically the same. Like it's a little bit different language, but it's mostly just like, take a breath, feel what you're feeling, get out of your head and then walk out the door. But I do the 20 minute ones because I like long sessions. So I usually do one in the morning and one at night. 
Yes, because uh, I like that. But it is a game changer the more you do it. And it also just like for 20 minutes a day, think all the crazy thought you thoughts you want the rest of the time. You just get used to like, all right, that felt good. I want to keep doing that. And, yeah. you know. So we've Aubrey Headspace. Yeah, yeah and I think we've got a ruminator on our hands is what we've got here. Sure. Aubrey yeah. is thinking about this all the time. Yeah. She walks out on the street. She sees a dog being walked by its owner and thinks, I wish I was a dog. Right. That had an owner. <laughs> I mean, she really. She, she's mm. got. <laughs> she needs to get a well, leash on life, Aubrey. <laughs> exactly. Shit a dog. I just, I just think that you keep, you've described two or three moments where you've said something and then afterward you've said, I don't, which actually speaks to exactly what Kyle said, which is if you don't want to be this kind of person, don't. And I know that sounds simple, but there's well, two or three moments you want to be. Yeah. You've described where you said something and then afterward you've apologized for it. But what you really, what you still wanted to say where you, you said to your roommate, it's really been hard for me that you found someone else, et cetera, et cetera. But I really want to be, I'm really happy for you. I really want to be happy for you. And that the roommate even picked up the sense that she's not really allowed to totally enjoy her new relationship, which is one month away. old. Yeah, right. One month, not a, a year, a month. She's in the fun pot right now. Yeah. And that you are giving off an energy that says, I'm not happy for you. I feel left out. And I don't, don't mean to criticize Aubrey because I know that she's having a hard time. But you are focusing, when you talk about focusing on yourself, I don't think you even know. I don't think you know what that means. In the same way that I asked the question, focusing on yourself doesn't mean thinking about yourself. It means mm. not thinking about everybody else. And it means finding a way to distract yourself away from only thinking about yourself. And this is what I mean about the ruminating. Aubrey, I'm here to tell you every person, I can't speak for Kyle, I can definitely speak for Brian. Every person on this Zoom knows exactly how you feel. There is not a person that has not gone to Paris on vacation by themselves and thought, "What? but I don't have a dinner reservation. Here I am in the most romantic city in the world, and I have no one to have dinner with. And that can happen. Paris in France. That can. I was talking about Paris at Epcot Center for you. Oh, perfect, perfect. perfect. (laughs) Got it, got it. (laughs) Paris, Texas, where you are concerned. Sure, sure. (laughs) But I just mean, went to the supermarket and thought, oh, I wish I had someone to stick my hand in their back pocket while I'm, you know, looking for apples or whatever it is. Everyone's had a moment <laughs> where they weren't with someone, sure. and they wish that they were. Yeah. But it only happens yeah. when it happens. And he, let me guess you. Let me explain to you what the energy you have right now translates to. Mm. This is bad news and a heads up. When you meet someone you do like, it's going to translate to needy energy up top. Mm. I'm being a little critical right now. I am. I need to shake her tree a little shake bit. Shake that tree. Ruminating's tough. You need to do a little bit. You're a therapist, you know. You need to do a little CBT here, a little cognitive behavioral therapy. And whether that's in the form of a headspace meditation or you need to find your way out of the loop. And I would also say what gets me out of a loop, change your environment when those thoughts start. Just, that, yes. just need to walk. 
Go for get out of the house. Get out of the house. As soon as it starts, you'll always feel better just because it's like chemical. It literally does make you feel better. And have a glass of water. Have a glass of water. And also like, I'll tell you what doesn't take me out of my head when I'm ruminating is have a glass of water out of the hamburger glass from McDonald's. But what doesn't take me out of my head is watching- Yes. Is watching TV or a movie. What takes me out of my head is reading a book. Even if you don't finish that book, it doesn't matter. It yeah. just, you can't think about anything else while you're reading. Those it's are true because you have to concentrate. It's not exactly. a passive experience. All those words. Exactly. All those words. Yeah. You also need to learn. You would say this probably to, you said you're a child psychologist. Is that right? You'd yeah. probably say this to uh, a child therapist. You'd probably say this to a child. Take a breath, sweetheart, and think about what you want to say before you and how it's going to affect other people in your life. She might also say to the child, look, just because all your friends are coupled off doesn't mean that you need to worry about that any longer. She would also say that just because someone you live with has been seeing someone for 30 days does not mean they're in a couple. (laughs) That's true. It means they're in a lust situation. And you also, by the way- A relationship needs seasons. And for the record, you don't have to be happy for everybody. Who you don't? What is this pressure people put on themselves? I want to tell my friends I'm happy for them. When I go to, you know what you should be? You should be thrilled. You're going to go to a wedding that all of these people have to have sex with the same person that they came to the wedding with. You get to go to a wedding. You're the wingman of six different people at this wedding. Yeah. Any one of them is available to you. If there's somebody you want to talk to at the wedding and you say, to any of the husbands, too. Get over here. Let's go over to this guy and ask him if he plays golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever it is, whoever you want to talk to, you have six people at your disposal to help you as a wingman. Yeah. And you get to behave as poorly as you want to. You're 31 years old. I'm That's not true. saying You're make a spectacle young. and destroy the wedding. I'm yeah. just saying have a little fun. Or yeah, what's the worst thing that happens? Then? You have a free Definitely. meal. And then you go to bed early and you watch a movie and you go to sleep. Yeah. Sounds nice, actually. <laughs> Who cares? What's all this pressure? All the, What are these people? Look look around you. Are all of these people going to spend the rest of their lives with these people? Absolutely yeah, not. I've been dating for a month. Get out Show of your out. head, dear. Yeah. It'll be okay. It will be and okay. And I will also say just but you critically, just can't, and I think- You can't think make we, it happen. It'll no. happen yeah. when you back up a little bit and it'll happen when it happens. In your and I got to say, I don't appreciate a friend who, they don't have to be happy for me, but if they're weirdly not happy no. about yeah. something, that is a turnoff. Poisons yeah. the whole friendship too. Correct. It's friendship, it does. Yeah. Because then you're you like do start lying think, or minimizing oh. or, yeah, you don't want to do it. And the roommate no. thinks, and especially after two years of a pandemic, she thinks, oh, you only like me because I order the same thing at Thai food. That you, I mean, what's the, what is the friendship built on? You have to have a little, you really shouldn't even need to have the conversation about whether you're happy for her or not. But that's the no. kind of thing people do when they're 31. <laughs> Brian. Rana. I noticed your hair is looking thick and luxurious. Listen, it's not the only thing that it is, Rana, and I appreciate that very much. My hair is become mane. And by that I mean mm. it's thicker, fuller, healthier. 
80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which mm. is a shame. We should talk about it. We're yeah. going to right now. Normalize thinning hair. Correct, because it can be very stressful. It can be even scary. True. And the sort of stigma of it, and they're not talking about it, just adds to the problem. Yeah. I use Nutrafol. You want to know why, Rana? Because it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's proven to work, and it's formulated with potent botanicals to help your hair grow as strong as you are. And it's physician formulated to be 100% drug free. And does it work? Yes, Padme. Yes, it's natural. It uses botanicals. It deals with whole body health even. And on top of thicker, stronger hair without lasers and without chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress response, skin, nails. A little thing I like to call Libido. What? Libido. Oh. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations that put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back in your hands. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never have to miss a dose. Shipping's free. You can pause or cancel anytime. Does it work? Yeah, it does. In clinical studies, Nutrafol saw thicker, stronger hair growth with less shedding in three to six months. And you've seen it yourself, haven't you? Of course I have. Whether you're experiencing thinning or not, you deserve hair as strong as you are. Nutrafol can help you achieve your hair growth naturally. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going Mm -hmm. to Nutrafol.com and using promo code Brian. With a Y. Thank you. To say thank you. $15 off your first month's subscription. This is the best offer available anywhere, and it's only available to you as customers for a limited time. Plus, Rana, free shipping on every order. Wow. So get $15 off. I use Nutrafol. That's why this is good. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, for hair as strong as you are. Fabulous. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. These nails are fabulous, by the way. Oh, I know, aren't they? Kyle was just complimenting my nails, but I mean, is that any surprise? I mean, I was here, I heard it. Is it absolutely any surprise? Oh, you did hear it? Yeah. Oh, you didn't also say anything, so I figured you couldn't. Rana, I see those nails every week and I am so bored. I did a short dark nail for you in the winter because I thought that you that did. Would I do be remember that. For you. That was fun. I liked it. I didn't realize you wanted me to. You know, manicures have become you know everything. Yes, now. it's like it's like what Cake Boss used to be. That's a manicure now. Yes, I stay. They cut. They're the cupcakes of of Correct. grooming. Correct. <laughs> but I stay. Uh, you know what I was thinking about the other day? The jazzling. Remember they did that. 
for like a minute. Oh, who was the, that for? Jamie Lynn Sigler. I mean, Maybe that, for someone who had trouble finding where they were going. I suppose directions. You think it was just <laughs> who a big it? red Swarovski crystal it's arrow? Like, I didn't know where to go until I saw the sequence, down. and then I'm like, exactly. "Oh, there!" <laughs> it's like a bike light. Yeah. <laughs> Those uh, what are they called? Cat eyes on the highway when you drive, and then they light up. Yeah. Oh God. Um, Dia, why don't you read the next question, Aubrey? I'm sorry, it. I was tough on you. I have bad news for you, and I haven't announced this on the podcast before, but I will. A 31 year old girl is the same as a 29 year old male. It, okay. I have Ooh. major trouble with 29-year-old males, Kyle. I'm just letting you know. Oh, I have this, I've had that problem as well. It's the absolute worst time you could ever engage. It's uh, 29-ish, right around 29. Where the minute a man realizes he's going to die someday and that he's not as successful as he wants to be and it infects every ounce of their life. So I always say... Don't date a 29-year-old man, but what can you do? Some people are 29. They have to date each other. Some people are. A tw- <laughs> but you know what? It's, a, not for, it's not for long. And a 31-year-old no. female falls into a very similar category. They think that life. They think that life is almost over. Right. Wow. Wait till they get to 40. And they they think that they feel young. That's the funny part. Then they turn 40 and they think, oh, I feel like I'm 34. And then how long does that last? Two years. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I knew there'd be an answer. And then when you turn 43, you think you're 50. And then when you turn 50, you think you're 44 It's endless. Yeah. I feel like once you hit 89, you're like cool with it. 89, you think you're 26. That's true. You're right. Yeah, I'm still going. You can do anything. Still going. You can do anything. Let's go on a cruise. Yeah. Not me. Uh, All right, dear. You read the next one. I'm going to skip down to the neighbor one because I like that one. Okay. one. Yo, that's a good one for you. It's all full of mischief. Dear Ronna, Brian, and special guest, Carl. First of all, thank you both for brightening my Tuesday and Friday mornings. I've been listening since the inception of the podcast, and of course I'm a chip. This is the first time I felt that I have a question worth asking since I live a relatively boring life in suburban Massachusetts. Which I take personally. Yeah. I don't. I'm with you. Yeah. South Shore. Sorry. My question is, Rhonda, we still have to go to the South Shore together. Oh, we definitely don't. My question is regarding- You should go down there. You probably find some of your people down there. Okay, you know what? I won't stand You're for it. homophobia. Well, you know what I won't stand for? I don't for? have any trouble with them. I'm talking about <laughs> people from the South Shore. They have no <laughs> taste. My question is regarding <laughs> what to do about my next door neighbors. I will first give Everyone you a little context. Everyone knows I'm homophobic. That's Everyone knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> That's not the news. This is, expo- <laughs> this is exposure therapy. This podcast is Correct. exposure therapy. Correct. Yeah. They are my neighbors are a husband and wife with two elementary age kids. The youngest Uh-oh. child is a chronic liar who no. constantly lies to get the attention of their parents so that the parents will come to his rescue. Uh-oh. I could give more details, but I worry I'll get chastised for the length of the email. The mom is annoying because she always complains to the neighbors when the kid comes to them and says another kid did something like push them or swing a piece of sport equipment at them. I like that. Mm, yeah. Or something sport like equipment. sport equipment. Sport said, like, equipment. said by a true athlete, I'm assuming. Oh, oh yes, a wiffle <laughs> ball an bat, a nerf, <laughs> an you know, a nerf gun, a, a ping pong paddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) Or swing a piece of sport equipment at them or something like that, which never actually happens. But the big problem is the dad who freaks out whenever the son says another kid did something and then Mm. interrogates the other child, usually around age 8 to 10, and swears at them. For instance, the other day, the dad shook his finger in my kid's face and pulled to Will Smith and said, keep my kid's name out of your fucking mouth. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) To a child. Wow. Well, Ronna, I got to say something here. Ronna wouldn't say that, but Ronna would say, excuse me, darling, is it time for you to go? You would. Ronna makes it clear when enough's enough. You're out. That's what you say. You're out. You're out. Yeah. Yep. Um, I hear your mother calling. (laughs) Keep my kid's name out of your fucking mouth. Another time he pulled a kid aside in front of their ring. And, oh, maybe the the door door thing. The door thing. The video thing. And interrogated him about whether or not he swung a shovel at him. And then sent the ring recording to the neighbor because he found, quote, holes in the story. So basically the dad is... Right. So basically, <laughs> who are all right. liars, by the way? All kids are liars. Children, yeah. When they open their mouths, yeah. So basically, the dad is a psychopath, and the kid is a budding sociopath. Which is why I'm actually asking for advice about what to do regarding the following text chain between me and the mom. Hmm. Oh, God. Okay, so here we go. Here's the text chain. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, um, the letter writer, who I don't know if we got a name. We don't have a name. Okay, Trixie. Trixie. The letter writer's Trixie. Hey, you asked me to let you know if stuff crept back up between blank and blank. Theodore and Alvin. Sure. She's been pushing him in the bus line at school, checking him and pushing. Wait. Yeah, she. I know. This is Wait, the younger. I thought it was the son. It's a a girl, the liar? It's a girl. It's a girl. Oh, okay. It's a girl. Hey, you asked me to let you know if stuff comes back up between blank and blank. She's been pushing him in the bus line at school, checking him and pushing past him on the bus again. And tonight at blank street, she was swinging a bat at him, was talking crap about me to him, and then proceeded to throw a bat at him as he walked away. I'm not sure why any of this is happening since he does not speak to her or try to engage her in any way. Please ask her to stop and not to talk to him anymore. So the answer was... Uh, she's denying this, and I believe my daughter. So the other lady I says, told you these were your kind of people on the South Shore. Oh, well, please. <laughs> there were other kids there that saw it happen. I guess we can agree to disagree. Please just ask her not to talk to him anymore. I've asked him not to talk or engage with her. If you hear of anything on your end, just let me know. So the other mother writes, <sighs> please tell him to stay away from her. Thank you, and thank you. Thank you and thank you. (laughs) Wow, I love it. I love it. (laughs) I do too. Thank you and thank you. Thank you. And then she continues with, and please tell your husband to stay away and stop swearing at my children. The other person goes, I think it would be helpful if we had a face. I'm confused about who's who now. I think it would be helpful if we had a face-to-face conversation about all this. If you're up for it and have 10 to 15 minutes in the next day or two, let me know. How do I know who's who? It sounds Uh, like the letter writer is a parent concerned about the family next door and she explained the son and the father and now the mother is a mother like her the first person to type is our letter writer the one who said that's what i figured pushing him okay so brian you can see the the two colors right yes so the first person who typed the first person who typed is gray 
Gray is the letter writer. Blue, Blue is the is the, the next door neighbor. Yes. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. So she, the next door neighbor is now accusing her husband of swearing at children. Oh yes, this is she like is. this is she like is. the return. Yeah. This is a the slap episode. Yes, this is the slap. The, for course. sure, is, for yeah. sure. Season two this of the slap. This is an award-winning episode. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so then wait, it continues. So what do you think I should do? My gut's telling me not to respond and just let it go since I don't care about these people and I really don't think the conversation will go anywhere if I meet with the mom. I really don't have... Guys, I don't know. Teach huh. your kids how to fight. I really don't have anything nice to say and talking with them gets mm-hmm. me nowhere because you can't reason with them. One time the da- dad stormed into oh. my backyard when my husband Sorry, was it's the other way around. It's the other way around, which I cannot believe. Yes. Okay, Gray is the crazy lady Next door neighbor. Next door. Who's yeah. saying your daughter is harassing my son. Yes, the liar. because it was the youngest son the, is liar, the liar. Right? Your son, the liar. Yes. Your exactly. Your daughter is harassing my son, the liar. The letter writer said, "Let me know uh, if anything creeps up." And the next door neighbor said, "Hey, you asked me to let you know if stuff crept up this between is the stuff that crept up, yeah, uh, crept up this stuff. one and this one." And so then the she, good neighbor, the letter writer, the nice says, girl, supposedly, the the, the pushing red him writer. in the bus line, uh, yeah. checking him, pushing past him on the bus. So this is what he's lying about, supposedly. And tonight at West Street, she was swinging a bat at him. Our and so daughter. The, and so the was letter writer crap says about me to him. I'm sure that's true, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Uh yeah. because she overheard you. So there you go. And yeah. then proceeded to throw a bat at him as he walked away. Not sure why any of this is happening since he does not speak to her. Okay. So is she, is she thinking that way. the next door neighbor mother is is actually making this up out of thin air? Or this I is think what the she child thinks is the saying. son is, yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay, got it. Sorry, yeah, this was a brain teaser for me. No, no, it's, it's wild. And so then the good neighbor, or the letter writer, says, she's denying this. I believe my daughter. The other one says, we'll agree to disagree. Let me, if anything happens on your end, just let me know. And then the good neighbor says, um, about, I guess, please tell says, him to stay away from her. not to talk to him. Right. Uh, and... She, and, and- the good neighbor says, please tell him to stay away from her. Thank you. And thank you. And thank you. And, yeah. please and, then, she, tell- and then the next door neighbor gave a thumbs up to that. And then she said, <laughs> the good neighbor says, and please tell your husband to stay away and stop swearing at my children. And then the bad oh. neighbor says, I think it'd be helpful if we had a face-to-face conversation about this. Okay. Got it. Well, so the next door neighbor said, why don't we talk about it? And now our person's going to say, I'm a chicken and don't want to. So read the my, last paragraph. My gut is telling me not to respond at all and just let it go since I don't care about these people. And I really don't think the conversation will go anywhere if I meet with the mom. I really don't have anything nice to say. And talking with them gets nowhere because you can't reason with them. One time the dad the dad stormed into my backyard when my husband was having a drink with his coworker to yell at him in front of his coworker <laughs> that one of our kids swung a branch at him and slashed his arm. Again, this didn't happen. Is, did he have... I used to be friendly with the mom, maybe even friends until COVID hit and they became intolerable. Much oh, love boy. to you both. And then wow. I'll just say Trixie. That's psychotic. Wow. And the next step of that is like them pressing criminal charges on you for yeah. what? Who knows what reason? Well, you already have someone trespassing on your on your yes. property. Yes, that's not allowed. No, I don't really know whose child is a liar here. I'll be honest with you. These are extreme lies. I think a lot of things will be solved if the letter writer made sure that their kids know how to fight. <laughs> with you, it would just save time. Absolutely. Like, don't don't let them. And if they do. Conclude it. 
they need to go to like a survivalist camp. Yeah. Or if they do have a face-to-face with this parent thing, let it be on like school grounds or like at a sizzler or something like cool. Definitely. You know, sizzler, neutral territory. Yes. Always. Oh my goodness. What a safe space. (laughs) So safe. Surf and turf. Yeah. That's how, that's the harmony. (laughs) Uh, Yes. I think part of the problem here is the reportage. Both of these mothers are completely convinced that their children are telling them the whole story. But then the husband comes into it. Well, the husband's an asshole. The the husband's the catalyst. But to make up that someone, if he did this, to make up that one of the kids hit him with a branch? Who says they they did or they didn't? I don't know what happened. Slashed. The word word was slashed. Slashed. There's the husband who is totally out of control. It does not surprise me to hear that he has children who are also totally out of control because they're either trying to react off of him or they are just like him or they are learning to relate to people in the way that he relates to people. So they're wild cards, these kids. Okay. But... This is that thing that happens in the neighborhood when the kid comes home and they say, there was a car and the car drove down the street and then the car drove down the street and then the person came out of the car and they tried to steal us and then we ran back and then we ran back through the yard and then the other kid says, and then I ran back and I ran back too and I ran behind her and I ran too and I was there and I was there too and then when I was there, and you just think, oh, fooey. (laughs) Totally, Rana. Because they're children. So it doesn't mean that you don't take them or their health and safety, excuse me, their physical safety, seriously. But these are squabbles. And this idea that you could say to a child, tell her not to talk to him, and that she wouldn't? What? They're talking to each other. They're talking to each other all the time. Oh, my mother told me not to talk to you. Okay, so good luck. That lasted a sentence. They're children. Yeah. They go to school. Uh, oh, well, you tell your son not to talk to my daughter. Okay. And you tell your dog not to walk by that tree. I mean, it just doesn't, they're people. It, it doesn't, yeah. it's ridiculous to think that there are, that you have control, total control over the situation. I agree it has totally escalated too far. But the only solution to this is to step back. And you can either, you have to respond. She made a genuine offer to have a FaceTime with you. And if you want to be a grown up and about it, then you should say, sure. And you, but you can know how you feel about it going in. And if you feel that you're not going to believe her, listen to her, whatever, you could get on the phone with her, whatever happens, happens. And you could just say, I don't think we're going to agree about this. I believe what my daughter is telling me. You believe what your son is telling me, telling you. I'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle. And I don't think we're going to agree about this. But what I don't feel good about is that there's some sort of escalating physical tension between them. And I will certainly talk to my daughter about keeping her hands to herself and not, you know, making that worse. And I really hope you'll do the same. And then what you should do after being a quote unquote grown up is Forget about these people. Have Limit your children's with contact them. with them. They are difficult neighbors. They're embarrassing. They came into your yard when your husband had a coworker over. They Illegal. are no good. And so stay out of it to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. 
But that would be the best advice I could give you. And the other advice I would give you is to stop talking about them in front of your children. I know how tempting it is and how fun it is, but your daughter is absolutely parroting back to that child what you said about their mother. And also she's probably, might be embellishing things just because she knows how you react off these stories. Same thing the other kid's doing. The father doesn't pay any attention Unless, because this is who the father is, unless something escalates to a dramatic, violent situation, and then he tunes in and he wants to storm into someone's yard and he wants to make his presence known. And that is how this child is extracting love and attention from this fa- this volatile father. Oh, and it's a terrible pattern, but it's their family's problem, not your family's problem. That's my opinion. Also, I got to say, in this text exchange. You don't come off great. I think you, (laughs) like, you shut her down by just saying, sorry, I believe my daughter. Like, I don't know. That husband sounds unhinged, but I I do think you bear some responsibility in whatever the situation is. I just agree to take, stop going on each other's property. Yeah, um, that's that's too much. That, well, that's a big deal. That's too I mean, much. That that's, is absolutely and like that's behaving, that's like, that that's is behaving was also behaving like children. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, but it doesn't seem to be an solution. adult in the room here. Mm-mm. No. But just always remember that children, you're modeling for them. And I don't expect you to be perfect all the time, but I expect you to try. And it's not easy. And you probably have, you know, and especially if you have a big family, you know, a couple of kids, it's how do you watch everything that you say all the time in front of everybody? Nobody's perfect, of course, but you're escalating this in your dramatic conversations with your husband. Who could blame you? Do you see what happened? This one did this, this one did this. Of course, it's what people do. They talk about the neighbors, but your kids are old enough now that this, this sponges for that and that they are reenacting that dynamic on the playground. It's not great. You need, the only way around this is to withdraw and do it in a totally diffusing way, I would say. Because otherwise that guy will come over and, you know, slash your ties. That's the, I mean, he's, this is a violent person. I don't think he's going to, well, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to punch your husband in the face. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's a volatile person and you want as little contact. You just, you need to remember that you just happen to live next to them. Your children don't have to be friends. And it was nice that you were friends before, but that's going to be over now. You just have to be civil. And the only way out of that is to try and diffuse the situation and be above it a little bit. But I don't think not responding is an answer because not responding is an answer. It's basically giving her the middle finger. Just tie it up in a bow and back out of the room. No answer is an answer. That's my therapist. And take a vacation if you can. Absolutely. I told Kyle to take a vacation and he's not doing it. And I don't know why. I am. I I will. I really want him to. So soon. But I also don't have neighbors like that. That's Uh, a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Two Brian, Rana, and valuable guest. No kidding. I would agree. I love my husband, but over the past couple of years, he's transitioned to a point where he has no desire to do anything with me besides essentially be roommates who have sex. 
Sounds like a pretty good setup. Honestly, the fact that you're still having what sex is, is huge. Downside <laughs> yeah. So far, downside? so good. I, so it sounds like you're living a completely healthy relationship. You both have your own lives and you still have And you have sex. That's <laughs> And you're making rent. That's the goal. <laughs> and you're making rent. Kyle, you should have been a business manager. You I'm love you, you love running the numbers. You're always Run the numbers, running the numbers. Crunching the numbers. Yeah. Got to. Someone got uh, to. We're both 32-year-old gay men, and we've been together for over a decade. Oy, oy, oy. Wow. That's a lot of, that's a big chunk of adults. Whoa, 22 to 32? That's yeah, wild. That's All through your 20s. Ooh, okay. We used to enjoy getting out of the house and trying new things together. Uh-oh. Oh, we've, got a, we've got a house cat, and we've got an outdoor cat is what we've got here. We've taken numerous trips, cultivated friendships with other people, and just other normal couple things. Over the past couple of years, after we've moved to a new city for his job, and there was a pandemic, excuse me, something has gradually shifted, leaving him really having no desire to do anything more than staying home and watching TV or being on his phone. He has no desire to travel. He has no goals he wants to accomplish. Sexy. He has no passions, no hobbies, nowhere he wants to go, and nothing he wants to do. On occasion, I'll say, let's do something this weekend that will make you happy. Anything you want to do, I'm down. The response is, there's nothing I want to do. He says planning a date feels like a home, feels like homework. He'd like oh, to organically gross. come about it, come about, but it never does. He will let me drag him out on date nights that I plan, but it's difficult to have fun when you know that they might not want to be there. Not to mention, I carry 100% of the emotional load of a few infusing fun into the oh. marriage. I thought they were going to say, I, and I carry $100 with oh. me at all times. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say I carry 100% of the financial responsibility. Yeah. I did like, also. Okay, I thought this person this was person planning and paying for all these dates is what I thought. Yeah. If you made a scrapbook of our marriage over the past couple of years, the pages would just be TV shows we watched together. On the opposite side, I have hobbies I like to pursue. There are places I want to travel to. And I'm involved in a few community sports leagues to meet new people. I don't need my spouse with me to enjoy these things, but I'd at least like to share a few aspects of my life with my partner. We've done couples counseling to no avail. Although the counselor oh. really challenged him. Well, I really thought they did need a couples counselor. Yeah. But yeah. Although the counselor really challenged him to come up with anything he'd like to do that we could do together after work or on weekends, he simply couldn't come up with anything. I understand that it's absolutely healthy to go do things and take trips with your friends and not always your spouse, but that's not 100% of my life. He even backed out of a trip I had planned for us two days before it, la before it left meaning two days before, citing it just didn't sound fun anymore. Oh, boy. At this point, I now have to plan all my future travel with my best friend. This is Brian's dream for me and him. Sure. Is that I end up, <laughs> Mr. Cleveland gets so depressed, doesn't want to go anywhere. That's right. A quick final thing to add is that although I suspect some depression, oh, you do? That yeah, this sounds like an extreme. <laughs> yes, yes, with Carl. With the capitalist D. Yes, the most he capital D. This is very capital high D functioning. Depression. He is very successful okay. in his career, and he takes that care can of all himself. Be true. Takes care of himself, goes to the gym, cleans the house, etc. 
I brought up multiple times that he might be suffering from depression, but he absolutely f- refuses to seek any type of help. Uh-oh, Classic shuttle, symptom. Classic. My shuttle took clairvoyance, just went up. What, that he's not into him? My question is really this. <laughs> what would you do if you got to the point that your spouse is not interested in sharing any part of your life outside of the house with you? We love Leave each him. other and we match up on health, finances, stability, etc. But it is too much of a compromise. Is it too much of a compromise to live my life without romance and excitement with my spouse? Thanks, JB. P.S. Ronica Blend may be my favorite coffee I've ever had. And he just prefers the Costco pack of Lavazza. I don't know if this information is telling at all. That really is. That's gonna, all you need to know. That's all you need to know right there. I say take, take, like take your next trip and then spend a week elsewhere. And then, I mean, not to play, play games with him, but if he's saying, I, if he's saying, I don't want what you want, I mean, that's. You are way you know, too, first of all, I, way obviously, too ob- <laughs> way too young to be, way too young to be settling your life down. A romanceless partner. Maybe this was a 10-year relationship, but I can't tell you that. But, um, sure. you know, take, I, yeah. see what happens. I um I think that's not a bad idea. I think a trial separation in this case would probably be good. Um, I can't recommend that you do that though, because again, like I don't I don't recommend that anyone break up or I don't recommend, but um I do. You've tried couples counseling, good. You've tried couples counseling, you have expressed your opinion. He has said that there's nothing he needs to change. So either you have to bring if when you're ready to, you bring out a big gun that is some sort of an ultimatum. If you're get, if you're at that point of just saying like things gotta give or I'm out, um, or or I'm trying to think of the best thing to use here. Pro- take an ice pick, mm. hold it right to your throat in front of him, and say, "Do you want to start doing stuff or not?" And if the answer is no, well, no, because I don't want you to die. Well, no, Go ahead. Hold it to the hold it to the the back of your neck. Oh, so you Stage don't actually. Stage combat. Stage so you combat. Can, yes. They, yes. They, so, see, yeah. it took a real pro to answer this. <laughs> and, and make sure you're angled. You're like, I'll do it. And, yeah. And see what happens. I'll do this it. Is, I'll drop this behind my back. Right. Yeah. But this also, guy, have, uh, also have a bottle of champagne just in case he's like, no, please. And then you guys can <laughs> do something. Also, this guy might be doing the shit, bullshit, shitty thing. I think. Oh, and cheating on you every other day? A or B doing the shit shitty thing of I'm just waiting for you to break up with me. Making you break Oh, I which you is know, so crappy when that's people what if my he's also 32. Clip, my there's a chance. is telling me mm-hmm. that you have become family, which mm. is wonderful. You uh all of these in some ways, you put it on paper. You've got all of the things people are looking for in a marriage. We agree sure. on values. We agree, agree on finances. We agree on stability. We still have mm-hmm. sex. We're keto. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. We're keto. <laughs> yeah. We love sweet potato pancakes. Whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> but the, <laughs> we're both skinny. Don't worry, Ron. Absolutely. You know, whatever. Yeah. We go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Gym bunnies. Well, he doesn't. <laughs> but you, 
I just think this person keeps telling you over and over again, I don't want to spend time the way that you want to spend time. And you don't want to accept that because in the past, that was different. So this person has either settled into who they want to be, which is a guy that works all day and then comes home and then relaxes. But canceling a trip two days before. It's so shitty. That's rude. So I just rude. think that's this, not that's not a friend. Nope. It's an actually an aggr- <laughs> it's an aggressive act, is what yeah. it really is. Yeah. And it's a person, but also I don't know what the build up to the trip was. They may have told you four times they didn't want to take this trip, and you said, "Well, I'm planning it. I'm planning it anyway, and you're just going to come." Ha 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 ha. And the person said six different ways. I really don't want to go. I don't care if I never leave America again. There are Jesus. people like this. Yeah, lesson. And those people should find each other, and they Ray should Romano. enjoy their days together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was Ray like Romano that. goes to Italy. No, he's only been like one time. Phil Rosenthal took him to Italy. I know that. But yes, there are people who just want to go to the Olive Garden or want to go to the Grove, and that's enough. You know, that's Europe. That's plenty. Oh, God. And or Epcot. It's just like Europe. Whatever it is that they think, that's plenty. And he just might be turning into that, like an old Italian guy. He might Mm -hmm. just be, that's who he wants to be, wants to come home, put on his soccer slides and watch television. Oh, boy. And that's what he wants to do. And you don't want the same things. Right. But I do think there is an element... I think this is the sort of kind version of waiting for the other person to break up with you, as opposed to the "I cheated on some." I cheated I'm a, being an aggressive and, asshole. Yeah. yeah. You see, I don't even think it's the kind version. I think it's the worst. It's like the passive aggressive version. It's like yes. lazy. It's yeah. the like I'd rather I'd rather you do the unkind quicker version than let us die together unfulfilled because you don't have the balls to say I don't want to leave. Yeah. And I don't know what the quality of these conversations were in couples therapy. And I, but I do think when you take this next trip, and as Kyle was suggesting, and Brian, you know, maybe to also take a week, I don't know, at an Airbnb or go home and stay with your parents or whatever you want to do, just go somewhere else. I think you need to, you've been very focused on this, you know, he doesn't want to travel, he doesn't want to, you need to sit with yourself a little bit and think about what it is you really want your life to be like and what you really want from a partner. And then I think you need to have a very plain conversation, which are always the most productive and scariest conversations, mm-hmm. yes. which is when someone's exhausted and they just say, look, I've been planning vacations for three years that you don't want to go on. And I've tried to be exciting and da 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 and make it seem fun and put all this energy. And the answer I keep getting back from you is that you really don't want to do these things. It's not, this is like the game person that wrote into us, Brian, the guy that wants to play games all the time. And the wife doesn't want to play games. Right. Like Like board games. games. Oh, oh, oh. Any kind of game. No, he just, (laughs) he wants to, he loves game night. She thinks it's crazy. Oh, oh, okay. And all he wants to do is force her to play game night. And she has said to you, I will do 19 other things with you stop asking me to play games with you. And he says, how about this game? And she says, no, (laughs) who we have an update from. But anyway, uh, I just think you have to say, I'm starting to think we don't want the same things. And it's making me really sad. 
And if that is the case, then maybe we have to talk about how we really want our lives to be. And uh, you don't need to answer that this minute. You can think about it. And if you do it in the next few days, you'll be able to finish or start the conversation by saying, June is busting out all over. All over the meadows and hills. That's right. I think this comes out in July. Oh, shit. Uh, Well, um, you could say July. If if ever I would leave you, (laughs) you just (laughs) couldn't be in summer. Just, you know what? Just stick to carousel. And you'll find you'll be okay. (laughs) You'll be okay. (laughs) You have reached a breaking point. (laughs) There we are. Look at these Broadway babies. Yeah, be Uh, done with this. This is not worth anyone. I say be done with this lightly, but have this conversation. This is enough is enough. This is bullshit. Yes. Yeah, be be done with the confusion and the and the fence. Your annoyance and your hurt and your all of these things. It's time we have to move out of this phase. This living in a house with someone that you that you're not talking about the thing that's driving you crazy. But you do have a lot, a very strong foundation there. Meaning you do have all of those things that most people don't. Most people, you make that list and they have three of them. They don't have all of them. And I'm not saying that's a reason to stay. I'm just saying if you choose to fight for this, everyone has to fight. One person can't can't fight the fight for everybody. And and also check in on like your friend. Maybe maybe open with like how have you felt the last two years? Because it might be just, it's not been an uneventful last two years for anybody. So, you know, it's... See, check on the person who like you actually love and may not be the person you end up being with, but 10 years is still 10 years. Yeah. You know? What a lovely thing to say. It's very it's nice. so true. Yeah. Check on your friend. Aw. Well, we've reached the end of the show. Life. We've reached the end of the show. And at the end of the show, we decide which one of the letter writers deserves something from the Ask Rana with Ron and Brian podcast. Guest starring the podcast, Carl. not the live show. Guest starring the podcast. Yeah. So, are we, would you like to send a little something to the person just we just to heard from? Someone you had a feeling for. A doesn't, feeling they, for it doesn't it. have to be the most desperate or the most. Yeah. yeah. Who are I, our three, Brian? Let's so, have a our recap. three are number ruminating. one, the uh, surrounded by couples ruminating, number mm-hmm. two, the um, text war. And number oh, yeah. neighbor war, and number three, the uh, loveless partnership. This the kids are just gonna mess it up. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to the the last one, the loveless partnership, just okay. because that's got to be tough, and yeah. that maybe this will. It's not like your partner's going to get you anything. So, you know, let the show (laughs) help. That's true. Yeah. At least get something before, you know, difficult conversations. He might be a great gift giver. Who knows? But he definitely. Maybe his assistant is a great gift giver. He's not a good gift giver. The the person who wrote in is a good gift giver. You know. Oh, very Uh, much so. Brian, do you agree? I'm on the fence between that and the, the lady at the beginning. I was yeah. too. Yeah, I was it's a too, tough call. I, I also, could go either way. Yeah. What is the what is the gift? Are we allowed to say? Oh, we're yeah. gonna pick it. We're After gonna pick, we pick it. the person. We're gonna pick the oh, gift. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Rana, what do you what do you decide? You know what? Mm. I'm gonna side with Carl uh, with Carl on this one. I actually am. 
Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's two against one, and we don't have to. Well, we your name is to, on the show twice, Rhonda, so you we actually don't have, two have votes. to. We don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to care what Rhonda thinks. I what guess do you think? if we do it that way. What do you think? Uh, I feel si- sorry for the girl at the beginning because I know she. It's a silly little time in life, but I know exactly. I know how she feels. I know how hard that is, mm-hmm. and it is. And the only way out of it is to do the work, as we say, but not focus on yourself. I think she's misunderstanding what that means to focus on yourself. I think focus on yourself means stop worrying about everybody else. I really do. Carl, do you see uh, what I mean just, about homophobic? Is it all clicking now? I don't generally feel sorry for gay men, so it's hard for me to side with you. But we can, but we can. Uh, I'm willing to make an exception this time. And Whichever. So what are we going to send him? Palo Santo can to candle. Yes, sounds nice. I I recommend that. Mm-hmm. I recommend that a lot. Get it. We're sending one it to up. both of them. Wow, yes. Rana. Yes, oh, that's even better. Good. So she Rana, needs she needs a candle to light in her room when she goes screaming her pillow because but she yeah. Rana, she doesn't have a I boyfriend. I haven't seen a two for one deal at Lolabo. Do you have one? Yes, I'm going to take one out of your room and oh, send okay. that one, and then I'm okay. going to buy the other one. <laughs> Carl, thank you so much for being on the show. You were thank so you phenomenal. I'm so thank excited you, to see you, you in, I, in your show in New York. We didn't Carl anything about what life is like on the hack set or what it's like to work with fabulous jeans, Matt. I can't even. I oh, mean, yeah. I think what I feel like, like I know the answers, but no, the it's, show it's great. has such an energy that is just captured everyone's imagination and i love 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 the scenes with you and gene i love They're the way so your energy matches up together i just it feels so lived in the relationship and it is okay. i mean it, it is, is a so pleasure. nice to and i right. have to say that marcus just breaks my heart over and Same. over and over <laughs> again but in it but it's beautiful yeah yeah no he's, he's yeah. having some great like delayed sad returns happening it's really great He's 29. That. I mean, he's like a 29-year-old guy. This is what I'm talking it's, about. It's definite yeah. range. He's in that area. Yeah. But in that silly yeah. time of life. <laughs> he's having that moment. He mm. understands He understands the 31-year-old girl going to the wedding. Yes. No, sure. he is that But I think he's girl, capable think. of being happy for other people. I don't think that's his problem. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think. well, I personally think he's on the verge of like a real, not like get a kid or something, but there's, I feel like he's like, you know, I'm about to take life by the reins, I think. Yeah. I I a shift. Yeah. Um, but Carl it is Clement such Hopkins. a pleasure to watch you on the show. I'm you so excited to, Brian's going to come see you yeah. in, in your show in your New show. York. Please, please. It's going to be and so we, phenomenal. I just can't wait to watch where your career goes from here. It's just so, you're Thank such you. an exciting and wonderful actor to watch do your craft. And I'll give you a ring about doing my, taxes for next year if that's gonna if that'll make you happy please do Perfect. i feel like you're looking for a hobby (laughs) (laughs) sure just just extending have such a great time in new york we'll do see you guys back in la soon see you okay wonderful all right dear kiss kiss bye ronna i don't know how you do it how did you get carl well, Kyle's on they the Hutter Show. They are fabulous. They are. They, they're on the Hutter Show on television. I know. And so, obviously, it makes sense that I would have that connect. I mean, that's just sort of, you know, people think, oh, you're in Marvel. You know, 
Am I in Marblehead or am I the center of the universe? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I have my finger on the pulse. You do. And they were so terrific. You'll go see their show. You'll tell us how it is. We I will. We can't wait. I'm certain it's terrific. I can't. I can't imagine it's anything but what phenomenal. What a presence. I mean. Yeah. Six feet, foot at 11 years old. The real deal. Read the cliffhanger, dear. You got it. Dear Ronna Bryan and gracious guest. Bye, mm. Carl. I absolutely adore the podcast. Now that I finally have a stable income, the pandemic really put me through the ringer. Congratulations. Yeah, no kidding. I yeah, jumped at the hard. chance. It is. I jumped at the chance to become a chip. I don't. What? I have a stable income. Oh, you don't, Rana? No. Really? I happen no, to know. Sometimes, sometimes my stock portfolio goes way, way up. Oh, I see what you mean. And sometimes it only goes way up. Got it. You're broke like Elon Musk is broke. Is he broke? Well, I don't know. Didn't cryptocurrency take him down a little? Took everyone down a little. What is it? Well, it was fake anyway. Anyone I that know. thought that was their it's, life savings? Couldn't agree more. And anybody that put money into it put 10 cents into it. I know. And then 10 cents became $10 million. Now I'm only worth $6 million. Well, you're really only worth the dime you put in. <laughs> that's my opinion on crypto. I, that's my opinion too, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, but I need all those stars to stop selling people crypto. Yeah, enough is I enough. I know it's hard to turn down several million dollars for an advertisement, but- But also it's like horrible for the environment. I mean, if we really about, don't want to do something- Oh, it's disgusting. Horrible. How about Elon Musk's uh, daughter? Being like saying, he's a piece of shit? Yeah, saying she wanted nothing to do with him in her good petition her. to change her, her name and agenda. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Her. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday mornings have become my favorite over the past year or so that I've been listening and I'm excited to have double the- Oh my God, you're going to die. Rona and brain content. Why are we reading this? During the pandemic. Brain, wasn't that the name of the dog from Inspector Gadget? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. During the pandemic, I was living and working in Madrid as an English teacher at a private school. I was fortunate enough to quickly meet a gay couple who I became friends with. I'm also a gay man and 29, the witching year. More gays. Soon after meeting the couple, I met another gay man <laughs> who I brought into the circle. I hosted a movie night with the three of them, but as fate would have it, we ended up just talking and laughing for hours. Don't invite me to a movie night. I know what you mean. You could, a few, so I, I could get all sweaty a movie on the couch. With you, but I really don't invite me to a movie night. I know what you mean. Yeah. But they had a great time. Okay. But they didn't watch the movie. A few nights later, I suggested a game night, and the couple invited a gay British guy to join us. It was a blast, and that was the moment our Fab Five was formed. From that point on, we were doing everything together. Movie nights, game nights, days in the park, hiking, dancing, holidays, karaoke, road trips, etc. Sometimes it was all five of us, sometimes just two or three or four. The dynamic was flexible and relaxed, but every time we got together, we always had a blast. Not since college have I had adult friendships quite so fulfilling and, quite frankly, magical. They're all charming, kind, accepting of new people, and warm. I don't always make friends very easily, so this felt like it was written in the stars. For some context, I grew up as a gay kid in the very conservative Mormon church. Oh, boy. That's Hmm. tough. I was constantly told to act like the other boys, uh, pray the gay away, or I was going to hell. Hi, trauma. It's me, social anxiety. Yes, I do therapy. Having a loving, supporting group of people who saw me for who I am and embraced me was nothing short of spectacular. Sadly, it all came crashing to an end. I'm going to see if we can bring Bridger Weiniger in to help answer this one. Sure, sure. We need another perspective on the psychology here. 
I moved back to the States for a job in my field. Also, my very ex- also my visa expired, so I had to leave and left all yeah. my friends behind. The next year was extremely difficult for me, and the relationships with my friends naturally weren't the same as long distance. Mm. Uh, I desperately wanted to go back, not just for my friends, but also because I absolutely love Europe. One year after I left, my work gave me the chance to go back. I knew things would be different. These friends have had years of memory, a year of memories together and only grew closer. Not only that, but the couple in the group split up, and so a small schism was formed. The group I had okay. once known was no longer. But even so, I was friends with each of these people. I mean, it sounds like it, this is great. But even so, I was friends with each of these people individually. Surely I would be able to develop my relationship with each of them in a new way. Right? That's the end. Just kidding. When I arrived back <laughs> in Madrid, I <laughs> What if that was the question? I wasn't so naive to expect fanfare or red carpet to be rolled out, but when I sent out a message to the group saying I was arriving on Sunday, no one replied. Hmm. I messaged them all individually, and it took two days for the first person to get back to me. I asked him if we could get coffee or drink, and he said he needed to get to the gym, but was going to the park later and could join in there. It was crickets from everyone else. At the park, we chatted and laughed, and I asked him about the others. Two were out of town. Explains the silence a bit more. But the other was nursing a hangover at home. He was texting my friend back, but not you. I really missed you, I said to my British friend. That's nice. The person that they, was the British friend the person they were in person? Yes. Okay. That's nice, he replied. I can't say the same about you, to be honest. But then again, I don't really miss anyone other than my family. Huh. That is so mean. Wow. My heart sank. I mean, even if that's how he feels, how hard is it to say I missed you too? I didn't even know. This is like another page. I didn't even know what to say. But the con- <laughs> so far, nothing it's has happened. It's almost over, Brian. It's almost over. But the conversation moved on, and we did too. We left the park and went back to his place to meet up with our American friend and watch Drag Race. I was like an outsider looking in. I sat there while they chatted and laughed, and I would try to join in, but I didn't know all the references or the places they'd gone. They made weekend plans with each other and didn't ask if I wanted to join. And when I said, oh, that sounds like fun, they would say, yeah, it is. Huh. At what point during the night, my American friend turned to me and said, you missed me so much, didn't you? I replied, of course I did. And the friend said, yeah, I knew it. And that was it. Not I missed you too. Not it's so good to have you back. Okay. We didn't really talk all that much that night. They didn't ask about how my life was in the States during the year or about my work. They would enthusiastically answer my questions if I asked them, but mainly they just wanted to tune into the show they've been watching together on Netflix. I excused myself and stepped out into the warm Spanish night. I walked home heartbroken. Is this what I left my family for? Had they changed more than I thought? Or was it me? Had I become boring, impatient, unkind, disposable, forgotten? Interesting interesting um, adjectives there. Yeah. So this is where I employ your device. Your advice, excuse me. Can our relationship be salvaged? Or should I spend my energy seeking out new friends? Is there anything I can say to them? Is this just a question of time? Again, I don't expect things to be as they once were. Friendships and relationships are constantly changing and developing. I just don't know the path forward with these friends. And finally, what can I do to become a person people want to be around? thought I was that kind of person, but maybe I'm just inherently unlikable. As someone who genuinely loves human interaction, how do I reconcile that people don't want to interact with me? I adore you both and hope to hear your advice. All the love, Lonely at Madrid. Okay, I have something to say. This is not a pre-answer. This is a pre-requisite. Yeah. Remember the people that were living in Spain and they had, I can't remember exactly how it worked, but the friend's roommate was a murderer on the run from 
uh, ended up being in South America somewhere. I from think. Peru. Brazil or Peru, yeah. Well, maybe it was Peru. I think it was Peru. Okay. Friend's roommate was a, a murderer on the run from Peru. Maybe. Mm-hmm. They were in Spain. Oh, you think it's a, you think it's a Spanish problem? No. If they still listen to the show, I want them to write in and see if they're looking for new friends. If they can oh, take this guy for a drink. Then there was another Spanish. Was that the same group? There was another person who wrote in the listens from Spain. And they were having a problem with their relationship or something. I'm trying to remember. Maybe Mimi or Tony can remember. Anyway, if any of our listeners are listening from Spain, I want them to, or near Madrid, I should say Spain's pretty big, but near Madrid, I want them to write in because I want to organize a Ask Rana and Brian Spanish meetup. You got it. Don't bring the murderer. Don't bring the murderer. Don't bring the murderer. Don't do it. But that's what I'm going to say. I'm saying it on the free feed in case those people aren't Patreons. We're going to answer this on Patreon. We are, yeah. That's how it goes, Brian. I Maybe that's you what we forgot. Do. That's, that's how what the show works. Do. Okay? So that's what's going to happen. Here that's we right, read Rana. the cliffhanger. We don't answer it, Brian. We no, go we to Patreon to answer it. And the fact that I have to tell you this too, and I'm glad it's out in the open. Finally, is making me furious because it makes me think that this yeah. whole time you don't know how the show works. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> also, we're doing something with cocktails at some point. What? I can't remember. Brian, what's the deal? They need to sign up for the club. If they're going to sign up for it, they need to sign up now. Stat. Orders, last orders, are the first of every month in order to guarantee that you get the box for that month. Mm -hmm. I have to tell you, the first box went out. People received it. The Kiki through the roof. Through the roof. Through the roof. Raised the roof, blew the roof off, through the the roof. roof Outside the roof, somebody needs to put a roof back on this house. That's right. Shingle, shingle. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Correct. More importantly, I got upset with myself. This happens every time. Every time I say to myself, I didn't charge enough. Yeah. I put so much work into it. There are so many custom items. Truly, made just for them, mm-hmm. and I didn't charge enough for it. And here we go again. But well, that's you're getting what you, everyone's you're getting away with. You're stealing at this point. It looks so gorgeous on the Instagram. So expensive. Beautiful. People are loving opening the boxes. Loved the the drink was absolutely delicious. Ivy, how we got our hands on her? Kana, of course, the tastemaker, the, the taste connector. Maker. That's the his New York horror movie. Man it's about called town. The Tastemaker. He's from the South Shore. He he could he'll he'll know how oh, to talk he? to those neighbors. He'll know oh, how perfect. to talk to those okay, neighbors. Good, yeah. Good. In any event, aisocialclub.com, aisocial.club. Asgranacoffee.com always. We don't talk about the coffee enough anymore. Negrana.com. It's so beautiful and delicious, the coffee. And when that guy reminded me that somebody was drinking Lavazza from Costco, I got so upset. Do you want me I to sing a Mariah Carey song? Coffee. Oh, yeah, too. sing us out. Okay, so this is because you were talking about the roof so much. Yeah. So I'll sing a little bit of Mariah Carey. Every time I feel the need, I envision you 
caressing me and go back in time mm. to relive the splendor of you and I on the Great rooftop lyrics. that rainy night. <laughs> I love those lyrics. Thank you. I can't, I'm going to have to find out who wrote that song. And, I'm and by the way, she somehow manages to ri- to rhyme Moet or Moet. What is the champagne? Moet Chandon, yeah. Moet. And so we finished the Moet. I started feeling liberated. Nope. She tries to right. Anyway, Dante kiss, at kiss. Dante.com. Kiss kiss. Yeah. <laughs> kiss kiss. <laughs> Runner here. The Ask Runner Social Club July boxes have started to ship and are they gorgeous. I mean, I was on a FaceTime today with Connor. Okay, he was putting them together. He had a little elf factory going over at Fiasco. And I said, let me see. I want to make sure the product is perfect before it goes out. And these boxes were so gorgeous. It actually made me furious. Because when I saw that what was included in the box, I could not get over how much people were getting for the measly little price. And I could not, I honestly felt like I was getting completely ripped off. The amount of luxury, full-size bottles, as all of you gauche, absolute nonsense people have been asking. So beautiful. But truly, truly, all jokes aside, have they done a gorgeous job putting it together Join us for August, now accepting members, arsocial.club, as Brian likes to say. He's winning the URL wars so far, pardon me. But don't miss out on this absolutely gorgeous opportunity. You've missed July, but we'd be thrilled to welcome you for August. Sign up now through August 1st. The last day you can sign up for the August box is August 1st. We can't wait to welcome you to the club. Kiss, kiss. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.